Hey, B2B Nation, this is Jordan Schneider subbing in for Chris Kleinfelter for interview number four of our series of five from the Revenue Summit, a conference put on by our friends at Terminus and Sales Hacker out in San Francisco last week. And this interview is with Kristen Wendell, who's the Director of Marketing Operations at Version One. So Version One, unlike our previous interview subjects, is not a sales or marketing software, but an agile development tool. Um, but Kristen is definitely an expert at her craft. It was an awesome conversation. We mostly discussed ABM. I mean, Terminus puts on the conference, right? This is the big trend in sales and marketing in the B2B space right now. So so that was the majority of our conversation, but I think some, some pretty interesting perspective uh, to be shared. She's had a lot of success with ABM strategy over at ver- version one. So she was able to share some success stories with us, some strategies, some tips, know-how, all that good stuff. So I think the marketers in our audience are really going to like this one. So here it is, my interview with Kristen Wendell from Version 1. Hope you like it. Hey, B2B Nation. This is Jordan Schneider. We're live at the Revenue Summit in San Francisco at Pier 27 with Sales Hacker and Terminus. It's been a crazy day. We're winding down. It's been super cold in here today. It's very cold. This is like the first moment where I'm not actually freezing, which is really nice. Um, But I'm here with Kristen Wendell of Version 1, and she is the Director of Marketing Operations there. Uh, She gave a talk today on ABM and measuring things properly. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and ABM and what version one does and all that good stuff. So I'd love to start out by just understanding a little bit better, helping the listeners understand a little bit better. What is it that version one does? Yep. So version one is a unified agile and DevOps platform. And what we do just to to make it a little easy for people to understand, we um, help software development teams deliver better software faster. Um, so we're an agile project management platform. Oh, nice. Yep. Okay. Cool. I might need to talk to you after this you a little go. bit. We need a little more agility. Hey, we're an agile ge- marketing team at version one too. So <laughs> Very nice. Talk to awesome. you about that. Yeah. Cool. Well, before I hit record here, we were talking about ABM. You said something really insightful. I just want to get you to like paraphrase it a little bit. Okay. But I asked. Okay, so account-based marketing, new trend, somewhat new trend. It's, it's almost like a new acronym for an existing trend, right? But how does that fit into the overall ecosystem of marketing in, in your mind? Yeah, so I think account-based marketing, when you think about it, it's not anything that's really new. It's just what a lot of um, technology companies specifically are going up market. They're going into selling to the enterprise. And when you think about it from that perspective, the only thing that really makes sense or the only marketing that makes sense is an account-based approach. Um, You know, we, version one, we compete against, you know, companies that are 500 times larger than us, like Microsoft and CA. So we know we can't outspend those companies. So with ABM, we're able to outsmart them um, and look a little bigger in the process. That's cool. Okay. Yeah, that's a a great way to put it. I love that. And that's kind of the way that we try to think about it too with with our big accounts that we we put on our target account list. It's like, you know you can't outspend somebody necessarily in like SEM or paid search or something like that. Nope. But if you target it down to that short list of people that you know are gonna be great customers for you, then you can just be smarter about exactly. going out and getting them. Yep, and you can so. look larger and you know, no one would ever know you're not Microsoft or not so, as big as Microsoft. So that's awesome. A pain point here for a lot of people, and what you discussed today, was how to measure that properly. Right. 
So what, I mean, how does this differ in terms of measuring and showing return and reporting to your C-suite? Like, how do you, how does this differ from traditional marketing tactics or other digital methods, in your opinion? So I find account-based marketing from a measurement and reporting standpoint a lot easier to measure. So think well, about this, news. you have, well, I mean, you have your tier one accounts, those are defined. There are, you know, a top 100 accounts for version one. They're my top 100 accounts for a quarter. I can measure awareness in those accounts, I can measure engagement in those accounts, how many of those accounts become marketing qualified accounts, and then I can measure that all the way through sales appointment to pipeline. With MQLs, it's always a moving target, right? So historically, I needed 500 MQLs. You know, that was my goal. But my sales team didn't disposition them correctly, didn't add them to the opportunity. I had no real idea, you know, I could, manually, you know, tie attribution to those leads, but it was never just, you know, an automated approach to to ROI and reporting. With account-based marketing and using Engageo, it just happens and it's awesome. Yeah, that's very cool. Yep. Okay, cool. So, all right, I've got two questions. Sure. The first one is just technologic. So you just mentioned Engageo. Yep. So when it comes to measuring account-based tactics, I mean, is there, are there specific platforms that you recommend looking into to add your tech stack in order to do that more efficiently? Yeah, so we chose to go with Engageo um, primarily because, you know, it's John Miller, it's his company. We yeah. knew that, uh, you know, reporting is near and metrics are near and dear to his heart. Um, and we were a very early adopter of Engageo and it was just so simple. You'd create your list of accounts in Salesforce, it maps over to a view in Engageo, and you can look at website metrics for just those accounts. Engagement metrics, you can run um, your marketing qualified account tagging right off of just that view, and it's really a no-brainer. Awesome. Yep. Very cool. Okay, and the second one is you mentioned measuring awareness. So how, I think I have an idea of what you mean there, but but how do you how do you do that in practice, measure awareness? So uh, Engageo does that for us. So they have okay. a funnel that shows you accounts that are not aware, aware, engaged, MQA, and then the ones that have gone to opportunity. So they take all the guesswork out of that, and it's all in a pretty funnel that maps into a Salesforce dashboard component. And the, you, you, know, you can log right into Engageo and just look at one account and look at all of the different um, marketing programs they've interacted with. The other cool thing is you can see, you know, when we brought that to our um, executive team and said, you know, we're getting 95% engagement in our tier one accounts, they're like, oh, come on, that's all just <laughs> white papers and webinars. The typical C-suite response, right. right? And I say, you know what? Engageo lets me see that 40% of that is actually product engagement. So you're wrong. It is product engagement mixed in with uh, with some demand gen and programs. Very cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So in your talk, can you help us? I mean, our listeners, but most of them at least probably weren't there. Right. So can you, can you give us some key takeaways from that just for them to take home with them? Yeah. So, um, you know, especially if you're, you're embarking on this ABM journey, um, don't try to be an expert at it all at once. So when we first started ABM, we were still measuring lead-based metrics. We still measure lead-based metrics. It's just the account-based metrics are what our executive team cares about. Lead-based metrics give you an idea of engagement. They don't tell you how the account is performing. The other thing is, when you think about it from the perspective of going up market and selling to the enterprise, CIOs, CTOs, 
CMOs, whoever you're selling to, they don't fill out forms. You've got to have a platform and an account-based model that aggregates activity and engagement at the lead contact and anonymous level into the account. And you know, there's a lot of platforms, well not a lot, but you know, platforms like Engageo, it just takes the guesswork out of all of that. So you have to really understand how all of that activity aggregates up to the account level. Gotcha. Yep. Cool. I feel like I have to send John Miller a note after. He's going to have to pay you commission oh, on any you know leads what? that come from this. He's made it real easy for us. So, yeah, <laughs> he's made it real easy for us to, that's great. to track and measure. So. No, that's really cool. I mean, I'm going to look into it now. I haven't really Gotta looked. Look I haven't dug it. too deep. So. Yep. All right, so one of the things I love about account-based marketing is how much creativity goes into it. Yep. It's not just like, hey, we're going to put up an ad that we're going to pay to rank number one in Google, right. and it's going to have a value proposition in the title and a description and all that good stuff. It's it's more, I think it's more freeform. I've, I've heard some really cool anecdotal examples of, here's an ABM campaign that we ran, and yep. it was really neat. We offered, like, we did this direct mail piece paired with this email campaign, right. and we got this ROI from it. Do you have anything that you can share that you guys have done at version one? Yeah, so we um, we do a lot of cross-channel marketing. So if you think about it from the tiered perspective, we're making the biggest marketing investment in our tier one accounts. So what that means is we're running very personalized campaigns to those top 100. So that includes, um, I don't know if you've heard of Uberflip, target streams for each one of those accounts. So they have their own content hubs where they have relevant information based on what they're interested in. Um, so we've got that piece of it. Then we're using direct mail, um, sending them, uh, the direct mail piece we sent last year was our State of Agile report with a custom link with their name on it, their company name on it, so they, it felt very personal to them. Um, we're running State of Agile ads and ads that, um, you know, are relevant to the, the, the company on platforms like Terminus, Terminus and Demandbase. Okay, cool. Um, so when they see us, they see us everywhere. So again, we're not a very big company, but we can look big by going cross-channel and making our marketing investment in the accounts that have the highest fit. Um, and, it, you know, it's it's paid off. We, we um, generated 40% of our pipeline was from our enterprise or our target accounts, which was huge. We were able to visualize that. Um, and 23% of our um, initial pipeline that closed was from target accounts. And we have a little bit longer of a sales cycle, so we fully anticipate that to come full circle in 2017. Well, I'd imagine that's pretty tough for the, for the C-suite to argue with after seeing those results. Can't argue with me, no arguing. <laughs> <laughs> no arguing at all. No arguing, just um, sticking with it. So one of the things that I think a lot of people struggle with with, you're, you're talking about cross-channel, right? And, and all of these things cost money. Direct mail costs money. Signing up for a platform like Terminus or Demandbase costs money, right? Yep. So what advice could you give to our listeners on how to approach that conversation with somebody who really holds the keys to that budget and saying like, look, we really have to go all in or not at all? Because I'd imagine that's a conversation that everyone who's getting started with this has to have in some way, shape or form, especially at smaller companies. Yeah, I mean, and to be quite honest, it's a tough conversation to have. Yeah. When you when you can't be account-based unless your executive team is bought in. If it's just something you want to test out and try out in marketing, that's not the strategy. You have to have an executive team bought in. It's a business decision to move to an account-based sales and marketing model. Once you do that, I mean, you can look at any of, you know, look at the blog posts from any of the vendors in this room, Engageo, Everstring. 
there are tactics you have to have as part of an account-based model. You have to have a social selling component. You have to have a display ad platform and component. You have to have a predictive model. I mean, a lot of people will tell you you don't have to have predictive. When we start, sought out to build a, an account list, you know, it was like, let's compile the Fortune 500 and the Global 2000 and then divide it by territory and give people spreadsheets. It doesn't work. You have to be predictive and find the accounts you that have, have the that right You got to have that artificial fit. intelligence totally. factor. You yeah. got to layer in the intent data. Um, we use Bombora to do that. So it, it requires an investment. And if your company's not ready to make that investment, you're not going to be successful with ABM. Wow. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it's uh, that is it's a tough conversation to skirt, though, right? I mean, I guess you got to just set benchmarks or something like that. Well, look at, find what your high fit accounts are. So do just a simple scan, like download your opportunities where you've won for the last six months and find 10 accounts, 20 accounts that look like those accounts. You know, just go to the Fortune 500 list, just go out and find those accounts and go to your executive team and say, I think these accounts have a high fit. Can I have X amount of dollars to invest in trying to go after these accounts and bring them in? I think it will do the company, you know, X percent better to go after higher fit accounts than it will to do this broad-based tactical yeah. marketing. Yeah, and just hit them with the data, right? I mean, you say totally. if we close 2% of these, the deal size should be X, so we should exactly. make it all back, right? Exactly. No brainer. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Well, hey, if people want to learn more about version one or follow you as a thought leader, what, where can they find you? Yeah, I'm at um, Twitter at K-E Wendell, W-E-N-D-E-L. And you can visit version1.com. Um, we're on Twitter, LinkedIn. Come check us out. All right. All right, Kristen. Thanks so much thanks. for joining me. Nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you. Our show today brought to you by Technology Advice was recorded live in San Francisco at the Revenue Summit. For more B2B Nation, including the rest of the episodes in this series, find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Thanks for listening. <laughs>